Okay, no edits. <laughs> Maybe edits. No edits. What happens if I poop my pants on on live television? It rolls. Yeah, we, we've got to make dreams happen. Are we live? We're live. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Get Body Podcast. I'm glad you guys are here. Uh, this is your host, Sharkross, a.k.a. your boy Cher. Sitting in front of me, we got David Dutton, a.k.a. Uh, JCD. I'm not calling you JC, man. That's too much. And then our wonderful other co-hosts, the one, the true, Luke Montgomery. Yo, yo. AKA Luke. What's up, guys? And ladies and gentlemen, we've got an incredible episode uh, for you today. For the truthers out there that listen to the first episode, you know who we got on today. Um, we've got Wade Reed. Yes. Wait, yo. Okay, what's his name? AKA Weed. AKA <laughs> Weed. Street name, Raid Weed. <laughs> yep. Wade, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Thank you uh, for the listeners. Shar just made some bomb ramen. That's uh, right. Fantastic. Yeah, made it's it really good. Normal spicy and then uh, spicy for the not so spicy people. Yeah. That's fantastic. Right. And, you know, if you're a guest on the show, that's one of the perks of being on the show. Um, yeah. Besides it, our sponsors. So, <laughs> public service announcement. We are not sponsored by Sevia. <laughs> uh, legally obligated to get that out there. Yep. That, unfortunately, we're not sponsored by Sevia. Yep. Most of us love it. Um, Some of us don't. We all love it. That's not helping with the sponsors. Um, we're not sponsored by Sevia. Also, public service announcement, we heard some listener feedback. Luke will no longer be eating chips on the podcast. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, I'll go ahead and pass that mic over to, metaphorically, to Raid Weed. Yeah, to Mr. Weed himself. <laughs> um, so I think what I'm super excited about having you on the podcast, Wade, is like, because I mean, we, we see you all the time. Yeah. You know, you not only are you just like there committed to the gym, but you're just a big baller at the gym, you know? It's a day-to-day. Because, like... Day-to-day. Some days you, you get Bosler, and some days you get squatty-bodied. That's right. <laughs> that's right. What if, are we glad that this podcast wasn't named Get Bosler? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So then you guys would for sure be getting sued. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You would send the lawyers after yeah. And you know that one of those girls is going to, like, like pass me on a, a run during a workout that I'm, like, dying and, like, you just got bothered. That's exactly what Yeah. What, wait, what, what are, like, some of your, like, when you're going in a workout, you know, at the gym, when you pop open Waterfly, when you get you know, into the class schedule and you look at the workout, what are some things that you want to see? Oh, heavy barbell. Okay. hundred percent. Like short time frame, heavy barbell, uh, no chest of bars. No thanks, chest of bars. Thanks today, Pat and Christy. Um, very little machine work if I can, hmm. but really I'm just like looking for something that is just going to cripple Bosler. So I don't have to hear from him. Yeah. So like, tell it, do you have a favorite workout? Yeah. Grace, Grace and Isabel for sure. That's the, that's the clean and clean, yeah, 30 and clean and jerks and then 30 snatches of Isabel. What's your PR for Grace? Grace? Oh, I think it was like, it was either 201 or 207. Last year we did it. So, right. when did you start coming around at the gym? Like, when when did you start, like, okay, I'm going to take CrossFit seriously? Start. So, I was doing CrossFit on my own um, at a different gym in Westerville for, like, six months. And then uh, my wife, Emily, was like, hey, let's go check out a CrossFit gym. Because we watched the documentaries, watched it on TV. And she was like, let's go try it. And so, we went to... CrossFit New Albany, which we obviously didn't stick there. Um, did one class, wasn't a fan. Then we went to CFP and it was a blast. Um, Shante, Dustin's wife, was in our on ramp class. Yeah. So was yeah. Um, Danielle. I'm striking out on her last yeah. name. Yeah. Um, she was in our on ramp class. And if there's any listeners that were in the on ramp class in June of 2019, I'm sorry that I forgot. Um, so we've been doing it for about three years now, actually, at the gym. 
Dang. Yeah. So did you watch like the documentaries and all that stuff before you started CrossFit? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, so I was like one of the people that saw it on ESPN back when it was on there and I was like, no way. This is absurd. Like the overhead lunges with like, I forget what the weight was. I just remember being like, that's absurd. And um, like I lifted a bunch growing up and played football. So I was like, okay, that's really freaking impressive. And then there was Rich Froning with his just absurd body and huge man boobs. Yeah. That I was like, straight up. I'm like, okay, like there's something behind this. Um, but it was, I was still at the point where like I came from like a weightlifting and like bodybuilding background and it's like, oh, there's CrossFitters. <laughs> yeah. And like it had the bad rep. And now that I've done it, I'm like, hey, you guys want to drink some of this Kool Aid that comes yeah. from my CrossFit group? So, um, so fully in. Wait a minute, Always I, decked out noble. I have an intersection here. What do we call that? Like not an intersection, but like a, I want to intersect. I want to interrupt. Yeah. I want to talk to you. <laughs> you could just say, hey, question about hey, question. You're, you're, you're going to body him with yeah, the question. Okay. No, no, no. So when I, I also watched the documentaries before yeah. I got into CrossFit, but I'm it the opposite effect to me. For example, with box jump overs, mm -hmm. there's a scene where it's got like Matt Fraser doing rebounding box jump overs in a really high quantity. And I was like, yes. And I came into the gym thinking that I saw it on TV, it should be easy. Was this at like a Globo gym? Like kind of? No, no, like I came into like okay. my CrossFit gym, like CrossFit Polaris. Okay. And was like, yeah, this is how you do this. This is how you do box jump overs. And it wasn't for like two years that there was like, why do you rebound? I was like, that's how you do it. That's how, like, mm. so it was the, I thought it was going to be easy. It wrecked me. And I picked up bad habits because I was like, this is how they do it on TV. Gotcha. It seems like you were like had the respect of like no like that's yeah. heavy. I know what that feels like. Yeah. So I mean, I I've been lifting pretty much since I was thirteen. Again, like in middle school for football, we do weightlifting three times a week after school and then get picked up. Yeah. Um, Where where'd you go to high school again? I went to um, Tri Valley outside of Zanesville. Zanesville. Yeah. So like an hour east of here, maybe a little bit more. Okay. But like um, and like lifting for football, we did like cleans and a wee little bit of snatches and like I. You guys uh, snatched in high school a little bit. Whoa! But not we didn't have bumper plates. Small school. Yeah. But um, we like did power cleans, and I would like hand clean two forty five in high school, and had a four hundred pound back squat. So I was like, I'm the man. <laughs> so oh. felt felt good. So did you, when you were hand cleaning, did you use like the the rope thing? We did. We did. We did. I didn't have like the the adult male like grip strength and hook grip wasn't a thing anywhere. Yeah. I just didn't know what I was doing. Just a meathead trying to sling some weight with some friends. Um, so nothing's changed. Exactly. <laughs> Ray Wheat, baby. Yeah. Ray Wheat. Yeah. That's the podcast. That's, that's, <laughs> that's really all we need. Yeah. Oh, my God. So you, when you were in Zanesville. Yes. Yeah. City of churches. Tri, tri Valley. Mm -hmm. Okay. You did football since you were 13. Yeah. What football and baseball. Oh, baseball. Mm -hmm. um, football was, I was the backup quarterback until I, the position outgrew me. Mm -hmm. And then um, I played defensive back, like corner and a little bit of safety. Dude, nice. That's awesome. Yeah, again, I tapped out at this height in like eighth grade. So uh, for those uh, audio listeners, um, visual content is not out. You're probably like what five seven five eight five seven five eight depends on the hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought we'd be the same height. Are we not? I'm five six. I'm dude. I'm five five three quarters. Are you really? Yeah. I'm the tallest person here. You are. Well, I'm gonna tell you. Five eight. Oh, dude, we're all below average, like adult. Not height. if you include children. We are exactly average. Spectacular. <laughs> Including children, <laughs> not adult height. <laughs> I'm just saying we should not. I mean, it means like young adult. It's fine. Yeah, data. You could, if you only take a single piece of it and don't include the entirety of it, oh, it could be misleading. Deception. Yeah, you could be decepted. Uh, Decepticon. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Deceptive. Sorry, that came off. That was really, that came in hot. Yeah, about spicy. You know, including like, you know, shortness and whatnot. Yeah, that's fine. We're confident in We're our, our stoutness. Yeah, hey. in our fire hydrant blows. Wow. Yeah. I'm. I've never been the tallest person anywhere. This is amazing. Mm. This is what it feels like. You want to get to your head. Um, so wait, when, when did you end up coming to like Columbus or Westerville? Yeah, so um, I went to OU down in Athens for undergrad. Boom. And um, 
not sponsored. And uh, yeah, after, after college, I moved up here, um, got a job uh, shortly after graduating at IGS and um, was in the Westerville area, met my wife playing soccer and loved the area. So we in stayed Westerville? here in Westerville. Can you, can Over. you, can you? Tell, tell us a little bit more about this. Like, where, yeah. is it like you were like, I'm casually strolling through the park. You saw a bunch of people playing soccer. Like, what was this? I wish it was that cool of a story. Um, so the apartment complexes that we lived in, we didn't live in the same one, but we both lived in like the lifestyle communities. I lived at the one in Gahanna. She was in New Albany. But we had a like joint soccer team, like an adult rec soccer league team yeah. that would play Saturday mornings at uh, the Westerville Fields by the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we met there. Um, her ex-boyfriend was on the team. Oh. So we didn't talk for the entire like eight to 12 weeks, however long the season was. But you had your eye on it. Yeah. But for the record, and she's listening to this, she had her eye on me too. No, that's fired. Um, so yeah, shortly after that, she started like liking stuff on my Facebook, just unprompted. And like, she dug deep, like months into the history and like liked it. And I'm like, okay, she's trying to say something. So it wasn't like you the, didn't look like an accidental, like, no, 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 it was like an intentional, like, was, yeah, she like liked, she was leaving breadcrumbs of like, she's going deeper. Deeper. DMs? yeah. Tech, hold on. So, to answer your first question, she liked a like you know those Facebook quizzes that now yeah. link to like yeah. uh, shoot what's the like Cambridge Analytica that okay. was on the Facebook thing? Yeah, something that they probably put together. Um, but it was for an Office quiz, and we're huge fans of the Office TV show. Yeah. But she like uh, went way back and liked it from a couple of months ago, and I was like, okay. So then I like went and like liked one of her posts, and then she liked one back, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, this is what we're doing. That's pretty cute. But then I slid in the DMs, admittedly. Okay, so <laughs> is that what does that mean? Essentially, like just sending like a private message, like it's and I think in is it Twitter and Instagram is called like a direct message with so a DM. Like so, audience, so, <laughs> Wade looked at me, but I actually don't have any social media platform <laughs> besides LinkedIn. Uh, if you're on LinkedIn, endorse my some of my skills. <laughs> but, I, that's an excellent point. <laughs> but that's all I got. So, wait, you're really going to have to really speak on this subject. Yeah, so essentially, like, it'd be just, like, sending a, a private message to somebody. So, like, her and I were friends because of soccer, and I was, like, I went to her profile, looked for, like, a message, and then sent her a message. So, you're, like, it's, it's, it's like, hey... Wait, so what was the DM? What did you... What did, and then, He was like, yo, girl, what's up? I saw you liking my stuff. So, and then second part of that question is, is it appropriate for me to walk around being like, hey, bro, are you trying to slide in my DMs? <laughs> you is cannot that not say a, that. No. As a married man, I would probably say that's not your best. Okay, okay. sorry. Well, I just... Yeah. No, I think it was... I, I want to say it was like something cool. I don't want to... I can't scroll back quite that far, but it was something along the lines of like, hey, I'm like, how have you been since soccer? Something like kind of casual. Oh. She'll fact check me probably. And I feel if like I'm, there's a lot of like hype around sliding into somebody's DMs, and but it's really just sending somebody a message that yeah. could be like, you know, as charged, you know, emotionally as probably, mm. how have you been since soccer? Yeah. So I, you got to start easy. And I was like, oh, and I'm also just an old school guy. I'm not like a type of person that goes up and is inappropriate so i'm like oh let me start this in a nice casual example <laughs> like you you're like. hitting you're dropping like a pickup line is that what yeah. you mean yeah like I'm, I'm just not that type of person okay. like i'm not Can, dropping like a pickup do you, line do you got a pickup like, line no well you're gonna say that no. get spicy section no i've got i've got a few pickup lines my pickup line is pick please line on your girlfriend no no i'm a very like um i'm a helpless romantic like I like all the girls that I've asked out on a date. I've like walked up to their door, knocked on the door. I was like, "Hey, I'd love to take you on a date." Was you know, but no, out at their door. Yeah. So like, you couldn't have done it like when you guys were like out together or something. No, no, no. So like, for example, like um, this girl, not to be confused with my current girlfriend Grace, Grace Fernandez. My current girlfriend's last name is Wreckers. Um, I, you know, we've had a few conversations, or whatever, but I was like, you know, I'm going to ask her out. And I walked up to her door. Uh, we were in college, you know, uh, West 10th. Um, so I walked up to her door. I was like, knocked on her door. I was like, hey, Grace, um, you know, hey, I've been thinking about this for a while. Really like you. Would you like to go on a date with me? 
And then she said yes. Now, the great date, uh, Fernandez, was not the, you know, was pretty awkward because she, I, I learned this because um, there's, people have different personalities. So some people, you know, are not like extroverted <laughs> and don't do great in those situations of like first dates, don't really like, you know, I sort of know you, but don't really know you. Um, but yeah, then, you know, went on like a few other dates with other people did the same thing. But, I, but that's the helpless romantic in me. Like, um, I don't like to share this publicly because it's not very masculine to me, but like romantic movies is my favorite genre. Oh, yeah. What's your favorite one? About Time. Have you watched that? I'm sorry. Dude. Write it down. Yeah. <laughs> um, way to watch About Time. Uh, that's for me too because we're okay. going to scan this into our... Bro, I... I I can't watch that movie anymore. No, dude, it's incredible. It's it's unreal. Audience, please leave us a, a rating and a comment. This, oh, this is a plug. It's got about Rachel McAdams in it. Yeah, I've seen it. But is it a sequel to The Notebook? Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> but um, audience, comment on this seriously. I need I need I your backup. I thought we were talking about this. I don't think you can comment on a podcast. <laughs> I think you can. You uh, someone, figure, Randy, go figure it out. Yeah, I believe in you, Randy. I need your help, buddy. Back me up. <laughs> But dude, it's an inc- it like I can't watch anymore. Like I will like, gosh, I cannot believe I'm sharing this book. I like cry like 20 minutes, like bawling. So like I think I know the premise, and I don't like. So first off, there's nothing wrong with you know liking some like Thanks, lovey Wade. dovey things. Like it's 2022, people can like what they like. Thanks, man. Yeah. No, I watched The Notebook a bunch growing up. Oh, it's good. Yeah, The Notebook's really good too. Man, it's a tearjerker still. Yeah, it yeah. is a tearjerker. I'm a, I'm a crier. I watched The Notebook in the theaters, and I just like bawled. And my brother was watching. He like worked in the theaters, so I came out. And he's like, "What is wrong with you?" <laughs> and I was like, "I can beat anybody I want up, and so I'm gonna cry if I want." You're like, "Have you seen this yet?" Yeah. Well, I just figured, like, if I was masculine in some areas, I could be feminine in the other areas because that's how it works. Like, if I could beat people up, then I could also cry because I could do that what I wanted to. Yeah. You know, I neither one of those. I think the premise is faulty, but then also then, like, it was when I was, like, 130 pounds, like, soaking wet. Mm. So, like, <laughs> even though I had this complex that I could bleed anybody up, I don't think that was the case. So, we're all criers? Yeah, Dude, I we were talking about this last night. I have developed into like a sympathy crier, or like if somebody's like really excited and happy that they accomplished something and they're crying, I'm like, I gotta walk away. We were watching. Um, this is you, Granite and Emily. Games. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's me and Emily. We were watching the the Granite Games and Alex Gazan or whatever her last name yes, is yeah. was crying, and I was like, Oh my god, I need to walk into the kitchen. I'm like, I'm like, I'm welting up a little. Is that what called welling up? Welting up. Yeah. Welting. <laughs> but no, I was I, I like could feel it like in my face. And I'm like, Oh no, and I walked away. Did you um, Did you cry at your wedding? Yes. She's walking down the aisle. You're, yep, you're crying. Yep. Yeah. What about you? Did you cry when Megan came down? You had to. I don't think I did. Whoa. There was a lot of pressure. Oh, man. Here's the deal. I've cried retelling the story to my daughter because, like, I remember her walking down the aisle and it was... It was awesome. Mm. I'm not gonna retell it here, because but I thought there was a lot of pressure. Like, be like, there is. Like, hey, like, how should I feel when she's like? What happens if I don't feel the right thing? What happens if like, you know? But I don't. I don't think I cried, but it was. It was awesome. It was awesome. Mm. But well, well, getting back to the story, you know, we we were at the DMs part. Now I need to know how they get married, right? So like, what? Oh yeah. How do you? How do you? How do you secure the back? Uh, that's a that's a twenty twenty term, so you can add that when you're texting. <laughs> it's a yeah. dude like riffing and what right. other? I still think that's that's up to date. It's like still two thousand six. <laughs> it's like something you say on MySpace. <laughs> also, you know what MySpace is? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was on uh, that one Facebook movie. Networking. <laughs> the social network. <laughs> yeah, the social network. That's what it was. How do you secure the bag? Uh, so <laughs> Emily and I have been together for six years dating, married for a little over two. Um, we, she tried to break up with me twice in the first Rude. year. 
I know. Whoa. I told her she's making a horrible decision. So, literally, it got to the point where like she was like, I don't think it's going to work. And I was kind of like, OK, I think you're right. And then as I was about to leave, I was like, hmm, I don't think this is the right thing for us right now. And she was kind of like, hey, I just dumped you. What What are you doing right now? And we chatted it out. And like from that point on, we were kind of like, all right, like this is it. Like we're not going to date other people, essentially like monogamous, obviously. And then like we're working towards like our future and like our life from this point on. And we laugh about it because I'm like, yeah, that's been the whole like the whole point of this. But like it's professional, um, but like she she hadn't had like serious boyfriends and like just didn't really want to open up all the way. So it took her a little longer to get there than it did for me. Um, but we got married April twenty twenty. Wait, wait, wait. So, so skipping over the four years. That's okay. So like when you're like so how like how the conversation was like, hey, this is not gonna work out. Yeah. And you're like, hey, like, tell me, like, what was it about it that you're like, no, no, like, we're going to double down on this. Yeah. So I don't know if like it's if there's like a like moment or something like that, that I would say, like, like a red flag went off. But it was like as I was leaving, I was like, this just doesn't feel right. And you get like that, like kind of crappy sick to your stomach feel yeah. and i'm like this is gonna be the last time i see this lady and i'm like this lady yeah <laughs> I, was, I was 24 25 at the time like i, I talked like she that. an older lady <laughs> she's she's a couple she's a she's a year and a half older oh, wow I mean, <laughs> um, but no like it, it was it was literally one of those moments where i was just like this doesn't feel like something I should be doing. And I'm like, hold on, like, let's talk about this again. And um, again, kind of started over. And just from that point on, we were kind of like, hey, we're working towards like our future. Because I was a very, am a very immature person. Um, and she values family a lot more than I do. So I am an only child and did not have like a, yeah only like biological child and then um i have two step siblings okay um but growing up it was just me and my mom so like i didn't my idea of family was like immediate family or like me and my mom and she's like no like my family is my whole family and um hurry, sorry in. everybody we're signing in a class sign in hurry up boom we made it everybody make it yeah, Man, my, last week, I mean, last recording was brutal. I got waitlisted because of David's Wi-Fi. <laughs> Not true. You weren't on the Wi-Fi. Think I was. Fact check. <laughs> you said, I bet you the old CrossFit work the. No, I was talking about the app. I was talking about yeah, the app. And my, you know, Luke settled this. LTE was faster, and I said, we'll test it out. Oh, okay, actually, maybe about Yeah. I know what I'm wrong. David is right. Now. Um, what was that, Luke? Yeah, David was right. That's a good feeling. It's so, write that down. Write what down? David was right. Okay, now I'll, we. I'll timestamp it. Okay, good. Now that we've passed the um, inappropriateness of my alarm, and oh, it's fair. We're done. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. So essentially, we were not on the same page, and I was very much concerned about like me and her but i wasn't making the effort to like be a part of her family so we had that moment of like hey wait if i go up to toledo and like see time with my family like i expect you to come up with me and you be present whereas my mindset was like that's not something i really want to do i'm going to hang back and just like hang out and um, and you're saying that that comes a little bit from like your yeah your history with your family yeah and i growing up and even like to today to an extent like if there's something that's like going on and i don't want to do it then i just won't do it mm. and like i was just like no that's how i've always been like i'm good i don't really want to go up see like the family like i just kind of want to chill out this weekend and uh yeah from that point on like i i go up there pretty much every time she goes up and like i am a part of their family and like vice versa yeah so what what would you say, like with, you know, that whole dating process, and then you know, also you guys having this conversation, but even now, like that you guys are married, what do you what do you think? You, how have you grown because of him? What's probably the biggest way you've grown? Because that's a good question. That is a good one. So uh, again, growing up as an only child and kind of an egomaniac, I always thought I was right, 
and mm -hmm. I married somebody smarter than me. And she puts me in puts me in my place quite a bit. Um, so she also does a really good job of like pointing out things about me that I try to like neglect because I don't like them. So like naturally I'm a kind of a lazy person and not super um, assertive. So she will call me out and be like, Hey Wade, I think you should do this. And like, like um, schedule your doctor's appointment. Yeah. Like schedule a doctor's appointment, put up, some, put, some, put up some stuff like outside for the dogs, like around the fence or, um, like I was complaining about my job early in the pandemic and she was like, okay, well then do something about it. Like just quit complaining about it, but like actually fix the problem. Um, so I, I think she's made me a better person and like, she still continues to do it, but like, she is like my source of truth. I'll say that for like a lot of things about myself too. Mm. Yeah. No, it's tough. Like we've been together for six years and I joke all the time about like how I'm an old man on the inside. And like, it's, it's hard for me to think about like what I was like at 24, other than just like some of the colossal mess ups that I had before her. So it's tough. Speaking of that, I had a question that I, I prepared you for. Okay. I'm curious to know about, but uh, if you could go back and give your 21 year old self, mm -hmm. Some advice for me. I I also need this advice, so pretend like you're talking to me too. Well, are you 21? I'm no, 23. He's 23. It's the same. Thing. Yeah. I still feel like a toddler. His his brain is only half developed. Okay. Maybe maybe I might get uh, that quarter inch because I'm still developing, right? See when you schedule your doctor's appointment. Yeah, I might go from five. I'm open growth boy. Yeah. The five three, I'm five five three quarters. Maybe I might hit that five six. I can't believe you. Shoot for the stars, man. Uh, thanks, Wade. I need that. From a high fire hydrant to another fire hydrant. We go. Um, I don't know. So at 21 years old, so I'd, I'd have been a junior in college. I think what I would say is that the things that I that I at 21 thought that mattered they don't really matter at the end of the day. So I was more worried about um, like, again, what I was doing on weekends, I was a typical college student, whether I was gonna party, um, if I was gonna date somebody at the time or just those kind of things that now as a 30 year old, I look back and I'm like, I don't remember like any specific key weekend or anything like that. Like I've still got a few of my good friends from college that like, those are my true friends. And I'm like, okay, but everybody else I, I don't talk to. So like, instead of prioritizing social aspects or worrying about some of the smaller things like that, like kind of channel it towards something that's going to last longer. Yeah. But something that has a little bit more meaning. Yeah. That was a tough one though. Cause like, I also needed to like growing up, you need to learn those things on your own. Like you got to mess up. Um, and like, I've talked with younger people um, with an ex. I was really close with her brother who was in high school and we were together and I was like, okay, like I'm kind of this, this kid's mentor and uh, their, their dad unfortunately passed away before we got together. But he told me like, I was like a father figure to him, which is a terrifying thing to hear as a 22, 23 year old. But I'm like, okay, like, let me, let me help this kid so he can learn from the mistakes that I made, but also he's going to have to go out and make those mistakes on his own. Yeah. Like, I think that's just a part of like growing up is like falling, busting your knee up, even though your parents say, don't do that. Yeah. 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 That kind of reminds me a little bit of, of um, we do a Bible study Thursday morning and we talk about that piece of scripture in James 4 of like these guys kind of like living for the world. But then it's like these guys are so caught up in the worldly things that like these things are like vapor. Um, they don't really last. And that and it sounds like that's kind of a little bit what you're talking about. For sure. So I will keep that in mind. Yeah. I mean, you're out of school, but yeah. Yeah. I think, and I think you've got a better head on your shoulders than I did at 21, especially being a 23 year old. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I think two, eight, two yeah. years worth two of years. wisdom right there. That's, that's two big years of brain development. <laughs> that's right. Um, the height needs to catch up though. Yeah. No, but like from the, what I've gathered from you or about you is that like, you know what you want long-term. Like it sounds like you're in a great relationship. Like you've got a great job. 
Um, we've got an awesome community around community around us where like as a younger kid, I most of my concern again was around like getting by in school, not even so much looking for a job. And then like, what are we doing on the weekend? Like, are, are there going to be girls there? Those types of things. So luckily, again, where are the girls at is not a concern. Where are the girls? <laughs> Appreciate that, Wade. Yeah. What do you think that, like, do you think there was a, a noticeable switch of saying, hey, like this is like was there event that happened or was it just kind of a gradual like man i'm real i'm reaping what i'm sowing how, how did you make the switch from like short term this is what i want this weekend to long term of like wow this is kind of who i want to be yeah um so as a 30 year old, I still don't even know who I want to be in five years. Like that typical interview question. Um, Celebrating you asking. Five we'll years that question off of our, yeah. our checklist. Um, no. So I didn't have that moment of like, we'll call it like a, like a metaphorical come to Jesus moment where one day I was like, Hey, what are you doing? Like um, I was in a bad relationship and then ended up was dating two girls at the same time and was just not a good person and then kind of everything came crashing down at once and like took a step back and was like how in the hell did you get here um because i also am like a hopeless romantic mm-hmm. and i'm like okay like i was raised by a single mother like i should know better than to like do this to women and then i was just doing the bare minimum at work and just again thinking about things that didn't matter at the end of the day and then once all of that happened, I had like a hard reset for two to three months where I just took a deep, long look in and was like, all right, what are you doing? Like, let's figure out what you want to do, what actually matters to you. Because to that point, like I didn't have a core set of values really. And it came to like, like a rock bottom moment for me to step back and be like, okay, you can't keep doing this. You don't like who you are. Like, like if some if you were looking at this from the other angle and somebody else had did that to like your family member, you'd be you'd be somebody that's not liked. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was a 23, 24, something like that before Emily. So yeah. Yeah. But are you are you still pretty tight with your with your mom? Are you guys close or? Um yeah, so she lives she lives in Gehanna. Um she, we have we have a good relationship. I don't see her a ton, um, but I also get a lot of the like. Why don't you ever come see me? Trip real trip every time. I still get. I mean, yeah. I'm you know twenty three, but yes, I get that all the time. Yeah, yeah. No, so like I, I, I have a good relationship with her, um, better than like the relationship with my dad. But like I just. I don't know if it's just me being lazy or being the introvert. I'm like, okay, like I just want like a lot of me time and then like we'll talk every couple of weeks. So yeah, but we, growing up, we were very close, but it was just the two of us for about 18 years. So. Ooh, I have questions. Yeah. Do you feel like you're more like your mom or more like your dad? Man, as I've gotten older, I've turned it more into my dad. Yeah. And um, some good ways, some bad ways. But, uh, but yeah, growing up, I was a lot like my mom again, trying to like mirror kind of the, like what kids do. They mirror their parents. Yeah. Um, but like I, as I got older, I started to like actually spend more time with my dad and like maybe it's just the development. And I have some more of those memories from like my teenage years where I'm like, OK, like I'm hanging out with them, trying to make the best of it. But I've like I've picked up some of his like mannerisms that like I see to this day and I'm just like, come on, man. That is, that is <laughs> like, an out. That is an Al Reed thing. Um, what, what's his name? So his name, his name's Jerry, but his middle name is Alan. That's like the, the Oh, you the, said uh, Alan Reed. Yeah. You said Al Reed. Al. Which oh, I was Al. in my head. I stopped listening because I was like, Rao E. <laughs> How do you do that? Yeah. He has no street name. Big that's, Al. That's his nickname. Big, Big Al. Al. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Um, Big Allen Weed. Yeah, yeah. Big Allen Weed. Um, <laughs> so what things you do that are like... Yeah, so like... So one, I have a lot of a sense of humor. Like, that. that's something that I picked up on. Um, he is very conflict avoidant. 
that I've picked up from him. So like if he's getting yelled at by my stepmom, he's just like, shoot. And he shuts down. It's like, whatever, I'm not going to fight back. And that's unfortunately something that I possess. Um, Fortunately slash unfortunately. Um, and then he does this thing where like he's fake mad and like like if he's fake mad at me, he'll go, boy. And I do that now, but like I'll say it to the dogs and I'm like, girls. And just like little things and I'm like, shit, is that really what I needed to pick up from him? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what uh what um in Enneagram is that? Like kind of like what? avoid conflicts. Yeah. All of them could avoid conflict except for different reasons. Except an eight. Love don't conflict. they don't they seek conflict? They do enjoy conflict. Yeah. If I can imagine enjoying conflict. I would enjoy really, conflict. I don't enjoy it. I tolerate it. I can live in it. Conflict and drama, are they the same thing? They can't be. What are you saying, Dan? I think <laughs> I think one brings anxiety and one doesn't. Right? Conflict brings anxiety, but drama is just like, ooh, it's I feel drama. Like some people like kind of like they go in for the fight. Like, hey, I think we'll see how this happens. Yeah, they just, like, they just love being devil's advocate too. Yeah, poking the bear, poking the bear. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna say that. That's Emily. She's always like, oh, but let's look at it from their perspective. I'm like, no, they're idiots. They're in the wrong here. And she's like, yeah, but how did you communicate it? And I'm like, doesn't matter. Well, sometimes like, sometimes seeing the other person's side, like, sure. so so that I'm like, oh, that's a helpful understanding of the situation. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is the times where like somebody will say something and I'd be like, okay, I know you're right, but I hate the way you said it. And I'm going to argue the other <laughs> side and by golly, I'm going to win. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like those kind of like, but the, yeah, I, I hear you on the conflict side. Yeah. I'm not a, no, I'm, I'm not a work on my conflict. I'm a oh, peacemaker. I love conflict. Me? I, I do not. Dude, you literally, you don't run fast, but you run fast away from conflict. You do run fast from conflict. That's true. We'll have to give, you have to give me an example, like, off air in the parking lot. <laughs> are you saying that because you've seen me do it, or are you saying that because, like, of what I just said? I've, I've seen you not only uh, flee from conflict from you telling me about it, but I think there's been moments where there might have been slight conflict and you just steer immediately clear from it. in conversation in, yeah, in conversation. yeah or like even even when you talk about conflict you i can tell you're uncomfortable talking about it because like i don't even want to be talking about this i feel like i feel like i want to change that but i there's a day there's a there was something at work that i was like had to get into like a crucial conversation but it was so non-important and so low-key <laughs> i literally felt myself like i felt in my like stomach and i was like and it all went super well but i just don't i'm that's not my jam i hate it yeah right yeah do you are you when you like feel conflict like do you guys just like shove it deep within your like i no like i I feel like i'm gonna say bowels of my life but it's like you know it's like (laughs) like deep within like like what word am i trying to find the word that keeps going out is bowels. <laughs> the depths of your heart or something. I don't know. The bowels mm-hmm. of your, the depths Spirit. of your bowels. The depths of your bowels. Or do you guys know, like, you like, hey, I need to take some time away, process it, and then come back? Or do you just like shove it deep in the bowels? You can go first. I'll answer mine. <sighs> or if you so, let me go, I will. Well, I think out loud, right? So I, I, I uh, I've been working on it for a while because there was a time where routinely, you know, years ago, I would enter into one of our like, VP's office at work. And it was like just super hence. Like, he had a way of creating conflict that immediately made me uncomfortable. <laughs> and I over and over and over again, I'd leave the office because I would basically say anything I could say. Like, yep, I did that. Yep. I'm sorry. What do you want me to do to fix it? Like, but I'd leave and I'd be like, first of all, I didn't do that. Third, second of all, what have I committed to? And so I've realized that about myself and tried to get better, but I still feel like my muscle memory is not, is, is to avoid it. Yeah. So, so I guess, I don't know. I have to do some introspection on that. So you're like, I'm such a people pleaser that if somebody's mad at me, I'm just like, all right, I'm sorry. I'm wrong. Let me just fix it. And like, there's times where like Emily, something happens with Emily and I, I'll be like, all right, I'm sorry. She's like, what are you sorry for? And I'm like, for making you mad. And she's like, yeah, but you don't know, like, like you're not apologizing for what made me mad or like, you don't know why I'm mad. 
but like I just so am so innately like a people pleaser that I'm like, let me fix the situation. I want no conflict. I want peace and everybody be happy. So like, I just hate it. I think for, oh, I was just saying, I think for me, the conflict piece, it depends on what it is. Like if it, sometimes there are pieces of conflict where it's like, no, I need to step in like now. Yeah. And like, go up this head on and other times it's like you know what i need to take a step back and like think about this a little bit more and then if i you know sometimes in those situations there are two paths where it's like after stepping back and thinking through it going forward and you know engaging in some sort of conversation or something like that and other times it's like well okay it wasn't that big of a deal or you know it's not worth it to fight this battle so just sweep under the rug. It's not even. It's just duck up or like water off a water off a duck's back. Not water off a duck's back. What? <laughs> it you know, it just slides door? right off. Yeah. Mm, I like yeah. that. I feel like I'm learning so much. Huh. I heard the um, analogy. Uh, raining like a cow pissing on a red wet rock. <laughs> flat rock. Flat rock. <laughs> yep. Raining like a cow pissing on a. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. That reminded me. Was pissing on what? Did Randy tell you that? Uh, I think it was. I think it was Josh. Actually, I could be. No, that's a Jared told me that. Cow? Jared told me that. Cows or what? On Cow a- is pissing on a flat rock. Which is actually a really good, great analogy. I'm sorry, I took out soft horse because what I wanted to say was that that Luke, I actually really appreciate your uh, walking in towards conflict because I think that in even in friendships, right? I steer, I, I can, uh, my muscle memory can take me away from conflict, and I'm like, well, we don't talk about that, and just we'll be better friends. Is what like my like subconscious says but what I found is that you like kind of lean in and you're like hey like let's talk about this or like why did you do this and it's uncomfortable but it has been incredibly helpful in like me developing as a human I'm glad so I've learned from the three conflict avoidant people in here that I I need to steer clear a little bit more I wouldn't say I don't need to to grab the bull by the horns Every time. Noble's not a sponsor. Yeah. Can you imagine? Just the orange. Well, what's your oh, name? Can we? Two of the four of us are wearing we, we cannot. Yeah. We cannot be Noble, you know, sponsored podcast because we're creating our underwear brand. Oh, right. You think we're going to be competitors with Noble? Yes. <laughs> we're more, I think we're more of a, like, you, I'm going to say we. You guys are more of like the specialty. Like, you can be our, you can be a model. Okay. Uh, no, but like, <laughs> You should totally be one. I feel guilty now. Yes, because, ladies and gentlemen, um, off air content here. Wade related. Which means behind the scenes. Oh, yeah, behind the scenes. Which behind the scenes of the GB. is not a hard T, so sometimes you read BTS, like, what's that mean? B lowercase T S <laughs> on the T G B P the Get Body Podcast. Okay, Wade, when we showed up, was relating to the rower situation from episode one. I'm not going to bring yeah. any more content about it. You have to go listen to the origin story, episode one. That's a plug for the last episode. That's right. Leave us. Uh, you can find us on uh, Spotify, Apple yeah. Podcasts. Um, I are. You probably listen to us on one of those. It's been a fun thing to Yeah, but you know, Wade. Wade relates. Yeah. yeah, it's a big leg team squatty body. Sometimes that's right, and that's Howard's not the most comfortable machine. So yeah. not only will you be a, a model for the underwear brand, but you will also have a testi- testimony. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. We just signed an athlete. Okay, <laughs> boom. We have our first official athlete. You could be a sponsored athlete. I would totally endorse that. I think that's yeah. Okay. We, do we cheers to that? Is that how we? I think. Yeah, let's yeah. cheers. Okay, hold on a second. Oh, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. It's not a sponsor. Um, so this would probably be a great segue into that, ladies and gentlemen. That was the get bodied segment. Yeah. Uh, let's let's transition to you know the get learned segment, where we can learn something from from weed if we already haven't already. Can we teach us something? Um, man. Yeah. What what did you know? What have you been learning, or what you know? 
What's something that you're super excited about that you want to teach us? Or So, I don't know. So, I admittedly haven't been learning, like, like David talked about reading a book or, like, learning a new skill. Um, I don't think I've been, like, working on it. Like, I haven't read a book since yeah. the Matt Fraser HWPO book. Good book. Not sponsored. Um, <laughs> now, that would be pretty awesome. That'd be awesome. We talked I do pay for his programming, but not sponsored. Do you The reverse really? sponsorship, yeah. The reverse sponsorship? Yeah, where I pay him. <laughs> I have to use his name. Yeah. Tell us more about that. Tell us about that. No. So, shoot. Wait, wait. What, what, what is it that you do again for your job? Yeah. So I do um, pricing and deal structuring for an energy company that's based out of Columbus. Okay. Um, so I do pricing for our large volume transport business um, in North Carolina, South Carolina, and Georgia. So essentially, our salespeople will go to customers, say, "Hey, we'd like to be your your gas supplier," and we come up with like a customized price for them. And that's that's really what I do. Okay. Um, sales guy on electricity sales support Wait sales, sales support, support on gas you just said gas not yeah. electricity we do both but I, I specialize in gas you specialize in gas yeah okay all gas no brakes boom boom also not sponsored by Gabby Magala yeah um I wondered if we were going to say that I was like haha but I was like that's not a thing it is a thing it is a thing mm-hmm. yeah it's her like little slogan I think that's why we don't have fake sponsors because we have to research the fake sponsors to make sure that they're not actually sponsors. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, what are you teaching us? What am I teaching you? So, like, for example, like, um, when we made, when we made, I guess we didn't really use gas. Have we used gas today? Because you have years of electric oven. Electric, yeah. So. We have, but inadvertently, yeah. But so here, let me. All right, I'll, I'll teach some people how to save some money on their electricity. Yes, yes. Right, yes that's what I'm talking about. At least, all, at least how to plan accordingly. So each month, the price of electricity and natural gas changes. So like per u- per unit, um, it's traded on like a, the NYMEX is the exchange that's traded on. Kind of like there's like the stock exchange, the NYMEX New York Mercantile okay. Exchange. Um, and again, like the price of gas and the price of electricity changes every month. So summer is cheaper than in the winter supply and demand. So, um, I started at IGS in the call center answering from angry customers and then customers that were canceling. So I learned a lot of the defense, like educational things. Canceling um, their electric. Yeah. So if like a, if David's neighbor was an IGS customer and they wanted to sign up with somebody else or just go back to only uh, being supplied by like either Columbia Gas of Ohio or AEP, um, they were just like, hey, we want to cancel. And a lot of the questions we would get was, hey, my energy bill is really high. And compared to last month, I'm like, okay, well, let me take a look. So I would look like at the price. That's the first and foremost. Uh, typically, if you're with a retailer, they give you fixed price options. So again, like your per unit price stays the same every month. But what we'd see, especially in the summer and then like in the winter when there's extreme weather spikes, you're using yeah. more. That makes sense. People don't think that way, though. They're just like, my bill doubled. I'm like, yeah, well, it was October where there was, you're not using your heat to November. Like, it's getting cold. You're turning your heat on. Like, that's why. Um, so, folks, don't call your retailer or your energy company when your bill doubles because mm. you're doubling your usage. <laughs> that That's something also, I did know about because when we're in college, like, during the summertime, we would just turn off. Yeah. We would just turn, turn off our... AC. Yeah. We did. But we couldn't do that. We couldn't do that during the winter because apparently, like, the pipe freeze. Yep. They, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to really go on with that. So, you're going to teach people how to um, like save money and prepare. So, that's, yeah. so you know, the the weather change is the biggest thing. Yes. 100%. Like, you know, yeah. Weather is the biggest driver uh, for the markets. Again, it's based on supply and demand. Um, I've also learned that the like natural gas and electricity are so much cheaper in Ohio compared to other states because believe it or not, like one of the world's biggest shale natural gas deposits is in Pennsylvania. So again, it's like in our backyard. So there's no transportation costs versus like in North Carolina customers that we service, like you have to transport it from either Pennsylvania or Louisiana. And those like transport costs get more expensive because you're moving the gas further. Mm -hmm. Good question. Yeah. If, if the cost per 
cubic liter of gas. Let's call it a unit. Unit. Mm. Cost per unit of gas fluctuates. Mm-hmm. And I am paying a fixed price for gas. Yeah. I'm paying like a dollar a unit. Okay. Does the gas companies pass that on to us or do they take that on themselves? Great question. Um, so what retailers do, and your utilities can't do this, so like so, AEP in Columbia are buying the gas every month at a certain time or and then are buying like the electricity for AEP and they are relaying that charge to you regardless of whatever it was. Whereas if you get it like sign a contract with a retailer, they'll go out and buy your gas or your electric and they'll like hedge it at that certain price is what we call it. So they'll actually go out and buy it and that way there's no risk of the price moving. So we'll go out, if you are gonna use 100 units for the next 12 months, we'll go out and buy it at each, like we'll buy 100 for each month, kind of like average out the cost and then give you that cost so you have cost certainty. And if it changes from that point on, you're not at risk. Oh, wow. So how does it, I don't know any of the regulations around utilities versus retailers. Okay. So Ohio is for our international listeners. Ohio is a dude. We had a guy from Belgium. Listen, nah, no joke. Told you, we straight up had a dude from Belgium. I was checking our thing, and it was like, what is this? Shout out to friend in Belgium. It may be a girl. Maybe a girl, right? I hope you're enjoying the waffles. You know, over there. Boom! I had some friends growing up from Belgium. It's an awesome place. For international listeners. Yeah. For your international yeah. listeners, uh, in Ohio, there's it's a deregulated state in that sense that uh, you're not you can be supplied by other people other than your utility. So you can sign with a third party company. Um, there's a lot of regulations done by um, like the public utility commissions at the state level. But Ohio is completely deregulated, so you can sign with a third party versus just having it um, your gas or electric supply through the utility. I, I don't know how we are on time, but I'm like so deep in the questions. I'm gonna, I, I think everybody at this point is probably getting ready to turn it off for next session or about to fall asleep. I don't know if we want to kick it Here, to something Here's else. the thing. I No, I think we should wrap up the Get Learned segment. But man, like I so, you know, I currently live in my brother's basement. I've actually never been on a lease. Uh, I've just like, you know, I've technically like, you know, lived at random places, basically. But like, this is like good information for me to know, because one day, hopefully I'll be a homeowner. Yeah. You know, I'm going to ask you a lot more questions off air because I'm curious. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. Yeah. And do you do? Yes. Ladies and gentlemen. uh, You know what? I'm not even going to talk more. Luke. Push him. Luke, just just say so this is the segment of the podcast that I requested. Um, if you don't know me, you'll know one thing about me, and that is I have a generous amount of pet peeves. Um, <laughs> what peeve was pushing you this week? Oh well, what peeve was pushing you. I'll, I'll give you my number one pet peeve. No, 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 you can't do that yet. Why not? Because we're too early. No, we've got to we've got to keep that early. for our hundredth episode. Yeah, we did. Yes, we could celebrate that. We could throw a party. Well, anyway, this segment is regardless of what my pet peeves are, which I have thousands. Just give us one. I um. Yeah. What? Who pushed your peeve this? Yeah. Peeve? What peeve, peeve pushed yeah. you? This yeah. Peeve? Oh. What person pushed your peeve? So most of my pet peeves have to deal with deception in some way or another. Deceptive. Decepticons. Decepticons. Um, I got really angry yesterday when I watched multiple people at the gym uh, cut reps from the workout, specifically wall balls, and they still click to the RX button on their workout. And I'm not talking like one or two wall balls. I'm talking like 23 wall balls. Very specific amount of wall balls. Because I counted. Name names. I'm not naming names. Just for the record, I did go home and think, did I miscount the last set of wall balls? But it wouldn't have been by 23. It would have been by 10. Yeah. So that was my pet peeve. Blatant cheating. 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 Boom. So with this segment, I wanted to ask our guests, mm-hmm. what, 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 pet, yeah, what peeves are you pushing right now? That I'm pushing or that are pushing me? Yes. Oh, cool. Is um, someone pushing a peeve of yours? Wait a minute. Are you pushing peeves on other people? 
Probably. And what I mean, I wouldn't be doing it on purpose. Pushed. All right, so I, I came up with my two biggest pet peeves. I don't okay. know if that's, <laughs> that's checking right. your box. Yes. Um, so one is one is serious, and one is, one is an epidemic that is plaguing the world. That one is people not putting their grocery carts away, just leaving oh. them in the parking lot. Dude, and you're driving down the lane, and you're like, I found an open spot. Man. <laughs> you got to hit that whip game right in the spot. Right. And there's already a little whip in there, that's, and it's a cart. That's a, yes. So that that's, that is the epidemic that is plaguing yes. New Albany, where I do my grocery shopping. Yes. But like, I... I, I just can't like I, so I'm conflict avoidance but like if somebody leaves their cart I will just stare at them like you mother put it away <laughs> yes and uh, it just that's a great that's a great pet peeve yeah drives me nuts uh should be uh peeve approved yes peeve approved number two next Ding! is number two and this is a scientific disorder is <laughs> misophonia does anybody know what that is so it's when you like dislike like certain noises so like certain noises can like trigger you so like mouth noises really set me off so like if i hear people like it's okay that was well timed this is a good segue uh that didn't get me though no chips yeah oh my gosh so yeah like if i hear people eating chips that was like i heard that you need to apologize i won't apologize because it wasn't me but i mean listen if it was me i would have apologized so so when we were eating ramen were you getting slightly disturbed if if it was like so okay so like snoring is one too and like obviously it's quiet so like if if I hear somebody snoring, I can't sleep. Um, and then try to think what does Emily one? snore? She doesn't. But what she does is she chomps her gum so loud that like I, I have a smart ass remark on repeat where I'm like, you're chewing so loud I can taste your gum. Oh, and dude, you said her gum. I yeah. thought you meant chopping her gums. No, as in, like, how do you even like? No, she like, the thing that holds her teeth. I oh, thought that's what you were saying. Her. No, okay. I was like, how's that even? No, keep talking. This is fascinating. Yeah. So like, or like, if I hear people kissing, I'm just like, ugh, like, it just makes me mad. Misophonia. Yeah. So it's a real. I believe it's you. a real disorder <laughs> that I self-diagnosed myself with. <laughs> It's something we I know, but it's probably you. You were talking about like some like the roots of some words last week with like body dysmorphia, like yeah. like phonia oh, sound. Oh man, is that a pet peeve? Body dysmorphia. Okay, I just want no. to check. No. Okay. <laughs> also another epidemic sweeping the world. But yeah, no. So like, if somebody's like chewing their gum loud, or like if they're eating something crunchy. Yeah, or like snoring or like, or like on a podcast um or like i heard somebody like slurping soup not today not not with not with the ramen we were good there but like that's happened and i'm just like oh yeah it's like nails on the chalkboard for me okay it's one you of those a real epidemic is sleep apnea it's like a real epidemic not when you have an eight sleep not sponsored not no not sponsored <laughs> is that pretty approved Miso- Absolutely. Me, miso- it's a real thing. Miso- no, again, I miso- believe you. I'll send it to the group no. chat. Me- misophonia. <laughs> wow. It's a, that's a, it's a, it's a strong, strong reaction to specific sounds. Misophonia may cause a reaction to sounds such as dripping water, chewing, snapping gum, or repetitive noises such as pencil tapping. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we're getting spicy. Or are we going to ask? We were going to talk. We didn't want to talk about like body dysmorphia. Do we want to like? Oh, how, how much time do we have? Well, it depends. I mean, we have as many times as we want. It's already, what are we at right now? We're at an hour. Uh, audience, <laughs> are we going to call them right now? Hey, audience, check your uh, call in. Yeah, call in. Yeah, <laughs> call in at six one four. David, what's your number? <laughs> no, that's my phone number on the. Somebody from Belgium's gonna call him. Yeah, <laughs> which would be awesome, by the way. Yeah, sign into our DMs, Belgium. That's, yeah. that's not. That's not sorry. Belgium, not a sponsor. Not, not a sponsor. Belgium, but they're yeah. hey, if they if they want to sponsor us with their waffles, I'm all in though. You think we can get a country to sponsor us? I don't think so, but we could try. Dude, maybe I should reach out to Malaysia, <laughs> my homeland. You they could. would probably be so proud. Probably. They'd be like, look at him make. He's an international podcaster. Yes. International podcast. We are all international podcasters. I should add that on my LinkedIn page. International podcast. Endorse me. Endorse me. <laughs> wow. There's, I feel like there's a lot of pressure, by the way, like to produce like good content. Yes. Do you feel the pressure? Of, like, yeah. The origin story, I mean, was like. 
we had tens of people listen. I feel like unbelievable. <laughs> I feel like that, that actually like Wade was talking and I forgot that we were on a podcast and I was just fascinated by, by my friend Wade. But then like good podcasts are like. Yeah. I also wanted to ask you who you, you mentioned in episode one that somebody asked you like when did we we like become friends and start hanging out? Who was that? That was Tommy. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Tom, man. He's like, yeah, when did you start hanging out with Wade? So I... I, again, I don't know how we are on time. I don't We're just going to keep rolling. Yeah, okay. um, the truth is a listen. Yeah. I remember when we met, we met at the gym, obviously, for the, like, a skills class back when we were doing those. Yeah. And we met during, like, the handstand push-up and maybe, like, handstand walk one. Okay. And it was me, you, and Bosler. It was before yeah. I knew Bosler. Uh, but, yeah, you, like, you introduced yourself to me and then I just chatted. You Did you have a yeah. friendly no. people? Yeah. That's a pet peeve of mine. Yeah. Um, but the next week but yeah then like I didn't see Thanks, you dude. for like a couple of weeks and then the open came around and you were like you were literally introducing me to people you're like hey this is Wade Wade's the man and I'm like oh, shit what's his name again but like uh, but yeah like after that we just like hit it off and BFFs I feel like like genuinely though I feel like I like I, I like like it for sight you know <laughs> I know, and I what know. You say? Like at first sight. I, I thought you said, said height as well. Yeah, I thought you said height, bro. <laughs> like at first sight. No, like growing. Like at first, yeah. Like at first height. No, like like at first sight. You know. Yeah, that's Ewoks got to stick together. Because I yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's a good reference. Yeah, I like that actually. That's legit. We can form. That should be our mascot. An Ewok? Yeah, for our podcast. Once we get some sponsorship oh, money, I'll buy have, us a suit. I did promise. <laughs> I did promise some free merch to the first five subscribers, and I forgot who they were. Adam DeCivio was one of them. Oh, yeah, he, he was. was he one. was. Randy Randy was the second. Sure. Did he? Did he subscribe? I think so. Can you find out who he's they are? He's my dog. I don't even have to check. Okay. I know Randy's got my back. You just know he's the day one guy? That's right. Yeah. I mean, he's the truth, no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Um, no, I feel I know you don't make friends like that and you're like hey i'm gonna be suspicious of everybody until yo i'm the same way though yeah like okay, thanks. yeah like i don't approach people to like start yeah. conversations part yeah. of why like i would not want to do sales as a career yeah but i'm just like uh like an introverted person i'm just like no they'll come to me but like at their own pace like and then we'll work through it as their own pace yeah right yeah yeah, yeah. that's, that's what happened right so i mean it was like self-fulfilling prophecy i came to you and yeah we were like, wow, he's cranking out those handstand push-ups. And Ryan yeah. was looking at me like, why is he cranking out those handstand push-ups? <laughs> yeah. And you got done and you're like, three years later. Hey, bud, you just got boslered. You just got boslered. Bosler. Slotty body he walked for you. Boom. Boom. Um, so are we gonna get spicy? <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, time to get spicy. If you uh, the get spicy segment is where we ask Mr. Weed, um just real quick shoot him some questions you know off the cuff you know answer as soon as you get is are we doing the is it are we gonna time it for two minutes yeah yeah give or take you know. okay no no no. two minutes are you guys ready okay i got some questions okay so and you gotta answer fast i'll do what i can three. Oh my gosh there's a gap that one let's go to war it's the avert f1 team uh t- favorite team mclaren mclaren if you or would you rather have an octopus stuck to your face for the rest of your life or be stranded naked in the desert uh stranded naked in the desert okay. the octopus yeah. would be a very short life after that wheels and doors uh i said wheels. wheels wheels wow favorite quality of emily uh sense of humor Mm. If you jumped out of an airplane without a parachute, how how long do you think it would take for you to hit the ground if you're flying approximately 10,000 feet? Uh, too long. Four minutes. No. Would you rather fly or be invisible? Invisible. You're home Friday night. Emily's not home. You get to eat whatever you want. What are you eating? You can order it in, or if it's your house, what are you eating? Uh, for takeout, it'd be Chipotle. And if I was making it, steak and potatoes. Steak and potatoes. Thanksgiving or Christmas? Christmas. Ooh. Uh, billboard that a bunch of people can see. What would you want on it? Push your shopping carts back in the, the return area. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. No more peeps. Yeah. What is one item or, like, gift that you really want right now? I want um, 
Oh, it's really tough. See, this is the problem with being as spoiled as I am, is I don't have a whole lot of wants. Wow. Um, Asana. That'd be pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. Make that happen. Yeah. If you could live somewhere in the world besides the United States, where would it be? Um, Tulum, Mexico. Oh. Favorite flavor of Zevia? Not sponsored. Uh, cream soda. Favorite ice cream flavor? Um, salt. Or hold on. Uh, Jenny's makes one that is. We don't get to hear the answer. No, we, we, I want to hear this. I can't uh, remember okay. what it is. <laughs> no, there's there's one. Is it like, salted caramel? Was that, that sounds like what you were about to say? Or so gooey we, butter cake? I think that's what it is. That that's no, Ryan Bosser. No, no, it was it was um, peanut butter with salted like. Chocolate flex is what they call it. That sounds F L E C K S. Bro, have uh, you had the Jenny's cream puff? No. That is, that is my favorite Jenny's ice cream. Real story, my little brother, which is wait, I thought you don't like ice cream. I corrected that at the last. Yeah, and oh, by the way, like since that time, we've actually gotten ice cream and enjoyed an ice cream together, Luke. That, but it wasn't yeah, customer. It wanted to prove a point. Yeah, no, actually. Um, you didn't but, even want it. You just wanted to prove a point. Totally wanted it. It was very enjoyable. At Jenny's, my little brother, who's 6'4", but he's, so he's like my little tall brother, worked there and managed like shipping and receiving forever. And there was a box that was like the biggest box they made, which they called the Dutton because he was so big and now there's a mold of a box that's called the Dutton and it's this ginormous box it's out there on the market that's a true story you see your brother for Jenny's used to okay used to you can have him sponsor us Jenny's is not sponsoring us by the way no they they changed it a little bit someone's got to talk to Jenny we can make it happen we can talk to Jenny (laughs) for the record to answer the question it is salted peanut butter with chocolate flex chocolate flex <laughs> Stay flexing. <laughs> Dang. All right. Are we going to land this plane? Is it time? Or we still got we got a little more? Yeah, we doing 10 burpees? No. 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 Okay. I don't want to lose any noodles. Yeah. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Um, leave us a review or comment so that way we can get our sponsorship up. No. no. Five stars. Don't review us or comment us. Do whatever you want. What? Five stars. Hey, we're about to build this underwear brand, okay? Wade needs this modeling deal money, okay? (laughs) Be my first one. Need it. (laughs) Okay. So, like, we're gonna start playing. Don't think about yourself. Think about Wade. Not a sponsor. Like, you know. (laughs) And with that, (laughs) that concludes the episode. See you guys next week on the Get Bodied Podcast.